0: Yo, 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 GAC in the house. Let's introduce my boys. Check it. The Ghost Adventure Crew, led by honky Zack Bagan. Then there's Aaron Goody, hilarious and raven. Billy Tally is fierce, J.Y. a little cutie. Stick him in a crawl space to catch some ghost booty. I miss him, Nick Groff, part of the OG crew. But he ghosted on the bunch to start him something new. So tuck yourself in for a spooky little pod. I'm your host, Lynn. To give my boys a nod. Pump up the spirit box. Obviously. Hello, and welcome back to I Love Ghost Adventures, the podcast. I am Lynn Roberts, your host, and this is episode four. Thank you so much for coming back and listening to this podcast. I appreciate it. Just to note that there may have been some confusion as to what season we are in, where Ghost Adventures on the Travel Channel. My DVR had told me last week's episode was season 22. This past week was season 24. So I think it's supposed to be season 24 and this last episode, Franklin Castle, was episode 2 of season 24. So the horror and Bigs was Season 24, Episode 1. For some reason, my DVR told me differently. I don't know. But then you go to the Wikipedia page, and it says we're only on Season 19. So, who knows? It's not just me, I guess. There's all sorts of confusion out there, but we're going to say that it's Season 24 of The Ghost Adventures. And this is Season 1 of I Love Ghost Adventures podcast. Welcome. Okay, I'm going to apologize in advance for this episode. My cat, Tibby, was crawling all over my computer while I was recording, and so there's lots of clunking and some scraping, and at one point you actually hear a meow. So don't podcast with a cat in the room. Doesn't work out well. Okay, let's go. Okay, so this last episode, Season 24, Episode 2, was called Franklin Castle. And it is a castle that's in Cleveland, Ohio. There's lots of things scary about Ohio, but we won't get into that. And this is Franklin Castle. And this episode had pretty much all my favorite things in it. I had family curses. I had weird dreams. It had SLS, EVP, Spirit Box. I mean, it, it pretty much had had everything. You know, well, it had an amazing shadow figure. It was, it was pretty cool that we actually got to see. Most of the time when there's a shadow figure, it's like it doesn't come through on the, on the TV. Like you can't really see it. Maybe I have a lot of glare on my TV and I can't see a lot of things. But this one was super obvious. But let's start at the beginning. Okay, so Franklin Castle, Cleveland, Ohio. Nice, scary building. Love old, scary buildings. Apparently, there was a man named Hans Tiedemann, and he lived there a long time ago. And he had a big family and lots of death. Apparently, six of his children and his wife all died. Not all of them in the building, but a few of them. So lots of recipe for haunting. And then there was also some bones found in the wall, which I don't think they really talked about enough. Because if there's bones in the wall, um, I think that's worth investigating. It was interesting how when Zach was doing the interviews with the people who had lived there previously they all sort of downplayed the hauntings or Tiedemann's role in these deaths it was almost like they were protecting him or protecting the house which was kind of interesting Um, there were rumors that Tiedemann may have murdered people and that's how the bones got in the wall, or he murdered a child. Anyway, the one woman who was living there, Helen, said that she, her husband, had heard babies crying in the in the wall, and then they put a tape recorder in the closet and heard the sound of a man yelling and like beating a girl and a girl screaming and really scary. I mean, if that was me and that was my house and I got that kind of evidence in a closet, I think I'd freak out. So this one was interesting as well because Aaron and Billy were doing a a daytime investigation while Zach and Jay were doing the interviews at the beginning of the episode. And Aaron and Billy got a lot of really cool evidence. I mean, there was lots of, Bangings and footsteps and all sorts of crazy things going on. And when they were reviewing the evidence with Zach, it was even even more exciting. Um, at one point, he, we see Billy standing there, and we hear these like loud tapping footsteps. It almost looks like it almost sounded like a tap dancing ghost, and they were actually calling it like a like a popping sound. It reminded me of the fire swamp in Princess Bride. That kind of popping sound that you hear before a flame shoots up in the fire swamp. It was that kind of a popping sound. So I thought that was kind of cool because they're like, Is this ghost tap dancing? Is this the fire swamp? Who knows? So that was really cool. When Zach was talking to this woman named Helen, who, you know, had the experience with the tape recorder, um, she had mentioned a couple times, well, she had mentioned that she was pushed down the stairs several times while living in that house. I mean, for real to people. And Zach was like, oh, the, the spirit was trying to hurt you. And she was like, oh, no, no. It was just trying to warn me, and Zach was like, "Well, you know, if they're pushing you down the stairs, I think they're uh, trying to hurt you." It was just a kind of a funny moment. And then toward the at the end of the very end of the episode, Zach is almost pushed down the stairs, which I found to be quite interesting. At first, he said he felt like he was being pushed, and then he said it felt like he was being pulled, pushed and pulled. I don't know, but I thought that was an interesting coincidence that. Zach would be feeling like he's being pushed down the stairs after interviewing Helen about her being pushed down the stairs. There was a new communication device they used, at least I don't remember seeing it before, the PolterPod. And they got some interesting voices through there, a lot of names, Richard, Lester. And they got a woman that said, help Richard. And they thought that she was telling them to help Richard. But it almost sounded like to me that she was saying, she was asking Richard for help. Like, help Richard. It's your interpretation too. And then uh, they add the word run, like loudly, like run. Some might say it sounded like dub, but you know, if you listen close enough, it kind of sounded like run, which is scary. And then... They got something, they said, it says, it's a curse. I think that was on the spirit box. It might have been the spirit box. I think Aaron was using it. To me, it sounded like it said, it's cursed. Which would make sense if the house is cursed. Because not only did all those deaths happen in the house and around the homeowner, Hans Tiedemann, But then his son or grandson, I can't remember, committed suicide after, well, living in that house. And they said that he was affected, like he had depression or some kind of nervous, nervous reaction that made him jump off the bridge. But no one said he actually was depressed. So was it the house? Did the house do it? Who knows? Then, you know, of course, one of my favorite things, SLS figures. There was an SLS figure in the closet when Aaron was standing in in the doorway in SLS figure. For first, there was one that kind of popped up in the corner and didn't really have much of a shape. It had like some sort of weird squiggle shape. But then one showed up in the closet next to where he was standing, which once again, you know, closets are scary. I don't know why closets are so scary. But even when I was little... I was terrified of my closet because it was a big closet. So I felt like something was living back there, and I used to have nightmares that there was a vampire in my closet. It was just really scary. And this was a long time ago before vampires were chic. You know, vampires were just scary back then. I feel like as these seasons have go- gone on, um, originally it was Zach and Nick were very much sensitive like they could sense spirits with their bodies more you know more so than anybody else like they could feel when there was an energy a spirit they could feel emotion i feel like as these seasons have gone on aaron has gotten more sensitive too and he was being very affected in this castle by the spirits and uh it was funny because they were saying it was really hot in there Yet he was getting goosebumps. I don't know if that proves that there's ghosts there, because I get goosebumps watching the show, and I'm pretty sure the ghost is not sitting next to me. I just get goosebumps because I get freaked out. So I'd probably be goosebumped up the entire investigation. I mean, I feel like I am sensitive, too, but also I must get goosebumps really easily, because I'm always, like, bumped up. Another cool, like, coincidence with the interviews. uh, Another guy, another is Zach. a, A guy named Zach who lived in the house for a while said that he had dreams about an old woman who would come to the door and tell him stories about the house. Like, tell him that there was murder happening in the house or whatever. And there happened to be a psychic medium who lived there in the 80s who would try to start stories about Mr. Tiedemann being a murderer. And she was saying that it was the spirits talking to her that he murdered people. I don't know why these spirits would say that. Then Aaron, the night before the investigation, had a dream about the house where a woman came up to him and was communicating things about the house to him in his dream. It was like that the same psychic woman who came to the other Zach in his dream came to Aaron. Maybe that's why Aaron had such, such sensitive reactions to this house because he was communicated with by the spirit prior to the investigation. Maybe it kind of alerted his body to... The spirits in the house. It's a theory. It could have happened. And then there was like one super cool moment toward the end of the episode where Billy is standing, I guess it's in the, in the basement, and there's a window and this tall, dark, alien-looking shadow figure. You can see it loom over Billy and then kind of glide walk on by. It's crazy because it's one of those things that it seems so cool when you see it, too, before they even react. So I was like, oh, my God, look at that big shadow behind Billy. So it was pretty cool. Zach tried to debunk it by looking for people out on the sidewalk and in the street and in the yard and could not find anyone. I'm still really not super convinced that it couldn't have been somebody out on the street that disappeared by the time Zach got out there because you couldn't see that far down the street, you know, it could have been somebody kind of, you know, rubbernecking through the gate and the way the streetlights were, maybe it created a shadow in the, in this like half window, but I'm not saying it's not a ghost or an alien or whatever, cause it was cool looking. So I don't care. I'm going to say it was a super spooky shadow that was probably paranormal. Let's go with that. Okay, cool. I'm glad we're in agreement. Okay, another interesting piece of evidence that kind of matched the interviews at the beginning of the episode was kind of in the be- like near the beginning of when Aaron and Billy were doing their investigation, they got a voice saying the word six or the number six and it was six children that died in the in the house or six children of Hans Tiedemanns that died so that was kind of a cool coincidence as far as um, evidence goes so that was the newest episode well by the time this comes out there'll be another episode but Everything's crazy. We're all we're all quarantined because of this coronavirus—it's a pandemic—and nobody can go anywhere. So I hope you're listening to this and enjoying yourself and not being scared about a virus. Also, the market is crashing, but let's not talk about that. Let's go back to happy things. Ghost adventure. So I was watching one of the the double episodes that that they aired. Um, in the meantime, between episodes. And there was the Jumel Mansion. I think that's what it is. Jumel. That's how they say it. It's a the, the mansion in Manhattan that George Washington lived in in uh, 1776. He used this as his headquarters. That was a pretty cool episode. It's like a classic. I can't remember what season it was from. But Nick was in it. Yay, Nick! So it was fun to see him, and there was a really cool piece of evidence where some school children saw the former owner, Eliza Jumel, on the balcony telling the kids to like be quiet and go away, and the kids thought it was really a person. It was kind of like in episode two of I Love Ghost Adventures, the podcast, where my ghost sighting looked like a flesh and blood person this is kind of the same thing these kids thought this was really an old lady and then when they went inside and they saw her portrait they were like hey that's the lady who yelled at us from the balcony spooky so i thought that was kind of cool that's like one of those moments that like really makes your hair stand on and talk about goosebumps i just got some just then just talking about it. In this episode with the mansion, they have a side trip to a bar called Katie's Bar um, that is supposed to be haunted. This bar was also investigated in paranormal state. I recall that episode. The investigation itself doesn't lend a lot of evidence. Uh, the, the best piece of evidence comes from the security cam before they even get there, where a glass hits the bartender in the leg. It's pretty cool the way it like flies off the shelf and hits her in the leg. But one thing I thought was pretty funny about the episode at Katie's Bar was um, the gaff tape and the plastic covering this exit sign gets ripped down, which was pretty cool. And then Zach is using the spirit box and he asks the spirit what... What did that sign say? That you know the thing was ripped down, and the voice said "exit," and Zach's reaction. I've said it before; like the reactions are so great, they're so genuine. Like it's, it's a face that y- you never make on purpose. Like it's a face of share, like terror and excitement, and it's it's really funny, but it's so genuine because. You know Zach would never make that face, like on purpose, like on the camera, because, you know, he's too cool for that, you know? So it really freaked him out and really excited him, and you could see it in his face. If I were investigating with them, that's what my face would look like all the time. I would have this crazy, goofy, grimace. (laughs) I'd be like grimacing in fear, like the Mm -hmm. entire time. Grimacing and farting. I think we established that, that I would be farting and grimacing at the same time. And I'd be one giant goosebump. I'd be a grimacing, farting goosebump. Real attractive, I'm sure. I'm sure everyone wants to go on a ghost hunt with me because that's what they're gonna, that's what's gonna happen. I probably would be crying too. I'll I'll probably be grimacing, crying, farting, and be one giant goosebump. That's something to look forward to. We should go on a ghost hunt someday and you can see this. It's gonna be great. There in that uh, mansion there was also some good SLS evidence. You know I love the SLS camera because we get to see figures. I love seeing things with my own eyes. Like I mentioned earlier, the shadow. Like I could see it like I saw it before they pointed it out. Like I love that. So I love being able to see something. So I love when they capture a figure on the SLS. So they got some SLS figures in George Washington's house. There was a funny instance where the floorboards creaked next to Billy, and he actually got scared. Again, a genuine reaction. and Because Billy doesn't usually get scared. like He's super brave, you know, and he was the skeptic. So for him to get freaked out and scared is pretty fun. Oh, speaking of Billy being super brave, one of the SLS figures is, like, next to him. Like, at first it starts out small, and then it gets really tall, and then it, like, climbs on top of him. I mean, I guess he can't see this happening, but if he saw that happening, he'd be freaking out, because it was pretty amazing. And this was one of the earliest episodes where we see Bill Chapel, the guy who invents a lot of these devices, a lot of these gadgets, He's like an electrical engineer. So he's building these things based on science, based on the way paranormal activity affects electricity. So he is also sort of a skeptic because he's a scientist. He's an inventor. He's a little bit of a skeptic. So it's fun when he shows up and this is like one of the first instances where they're using the SLS camera and he's like, I cannot explain that. I don't even know what just happened because... When Bill Chapel gets freaked out, you know it's good. okay. so when they went back to Katie's bar, there was like maybe three knocks. That was you know something a, a very distinct knock knock knock. Um, there was a ball of light. I think it was behind the bar. That was kind of cool. but for the most part Katie's bar is kind of lame. I feel like the guy who runs it is getting all these paranormal television shows to come to his bar because business is bad because he needs, like, customers. That's just me being a skeptic, not really a skeptic, a cynic. That's just me being a cynic like I, was, like I am when it comes to people's houses being haunted by demons and possessions and stuff. I'm a bit of a cynic because I believe this stuff. I believe there are ghosts and the ghosts that are around us and they're trying to communicate and there's energy and there's full bodied apparitions, but sometimes it seems a, there's like things that seem a little big. So that was the latest episode, season 24, episode two, Franklin Castle. Thank you again for going on this journey with me and you know, talking about ghost adventures with me because I love the show, I love the guys, I love everything about it. It makes me, makes me happy. I just love when there's new episodes. Thank you again for listening. Please subscribe, like, send me an email at I Love Ghost Adventures Podcast at gmail.com. That's I Love Ghost Adventures Podcast at gmail.com. Or tweet at I Love GAC Podcast. That's I Love GAC as in I Love Ghost Adventures Crew. So thank you again. I had fun talking about this latest episode. There's actually another new episode this week. I was a little late getting this one out. So uh, I'm going to blame the coronavirus. Um, We're all sheltered in place. We're all quarantined. So the next episode should actually come out pretty soon then if I'm going to be quarantined. But I'm not because I have to go to work. I work in the healthcare industry with elderly people, very sensitive population, so I have to go to work because I have to make sure these people are safe, so I don't get to be quarantined at home. Okay, thank you again for listening, and I will talk at you next time. Thanks again. Bye-bye.